Good morning, and welcome to the Rise and Grind Mastermind Call. This call was started on September 8, 2016. This is the Mastermind Group. A mastermind group concept was formulated by Napoleon Hill in his book, Thinking Grow Rich, which was published in 1937. Prior to 1937, it took Napoleon Hill 20 years to write about people who accumulated great wealth and what they did to accumulate that great fortune. They were never alone. They accumulated great fortune, great enterprises, great wealth through mastermind group. Masterminding is basically when you have a group of people who are like-minded, who come together and bounce ideas amongst each other, share ideas for the purpose of accumulating a great fortune. So if you and a group of friends come together and you talk about, you know, how to achieve great success in business, or if you and your family come together and talk about how to achieve, you know, whatever it is you're trying to achieve in your family life, that is the concept of masterminding. So we do this call live every morning at 9 a.m., and whether you're listening to us out there on Podomatic, iTunes, Google Play, that's what this call is all about. We have different topics every day. So the purpose of this call is great fortune with the cooperation of other people. People on this call or who listen to this call, you can be an entrepreneur, aspiring entrepreneur, already a millionaire, or aspiring to be a millionaire or a billionaire. But we do understand that concept, that spiritual concept that you must give in order to get. But you're not giving to necessarily get. It's just the way the law of attraction works. We're sowing seed. And if you sow seed and fertile ground, water it, continue to water it, we're not looking for success overnight. We're looking for that natural growth that's supposed to occur when you sow seed, like just compensation. Um, when we talk about the principles of how this call was formulated, we always give credit to Napoleon Hill. That's where the mastermind group concepts come from. But we also talk about God. People on this call, the mastermind group um, that started this call, we believe in God. So we talk about a lot of godly principles, spiritual principles, which are not religious, it's just based on our own individual faith. Um, the topic of today's call is frustrations and doubts. You're not alone. Joseph Campbell, who wrote the book, The Power of Myth, he said, people say that we are seeking, people say what we are seeking is a meaning for life. I don't think this is what we're really seeking. I think what we're seeking is an experience of being alive. It's very important to know that frustrations and doubts, you're not alone. Whatever you're trying to achieve in life, we have this concept of it. We have a mapped out plan of it in our head. When things don't go according to our plan, it's natural for us to get frustrated. It's natural for us to have doubts. But what we have to understand is if you're a spiritual person, I'm not talking about religious, whether you go to church, everything, and you have a routine, you, you know, you're more routine-based. What I'm talking about is your spirituality. Understand that you have a plan, you have a mapped out plan. You're supposed to have a strategic plan. Like we say, start your day with a vision. You're supposed to have a visualized plan. You're supposed to affirm who you are. But when things don't go according to plan, it's very important for you to not get frustrated, for you to not have doubts. All of us want to know, okay, this is something that I want to do. This is something that, you know, this vision is upon me. I want my business to be successful. I want my family life to be successful. I want my love life to be successful. I want my health, whatever I'm trying to achieve in my wealth and my health, I want it to be 
successful. I want to stay healthy. I want to stay this, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. But we all get to that point where we're saying, okay, am I working enough? If I'm not reaching that success that I want in my business, am I being lazy at times? If I'm not reaching that health goal that I want and I'm trying to lose weight or I'm trying to gain weight or I'm trying to build muscle, am I being lazy? Am I, being, am I working hard enough? It's important that we don't get into a point where we're feeling doubtful of ourselves. Just keep straight forward on the path. It's just like innovation. Everything is innovated over the time. So the person who created the telegram, you know, we went to phone, and after phone, we went to cell phones. And we have so many other ways of communicating these days that it's all going to be innovated. So the person who created something in the past or the same year that someone had created something that was better, they're not a failure. It's just everything can be innovated. So if you're not doing something and you're reaching your full potential the way you're doing it and it's making you feel some kind of doubt, look at however you're living in your life and see a different way that you can innovate. Is there anyone else on this call who want to talk about frustrations and doubts? You're not alone. Okay, I'll go ahead and pick back up. Um, understand when someone is racing, I use this analogy a lot on this call, but when someone's in an Olympic race and they're not winning, the, you know, and they don't win the race at the conclusion of the race, they lost, you know, or they hit second place, third place. Frustrations and doubts are over with. You know, you may be like, okay, maybe I didn't run enough, maybe I didn't do this enough, but you succeeded in, you know, to the best of your ability. It's very important to figure out why it is that you doubt yourself and why it is are you ultimately happy? Do you even deserve um, what it is? Ask yourself, when we talk about we did a call on what do you want and we did a call on how bad do you want it. Sometimes when we get frustrated and we have doubts in our life, we have to look in the mirror and ask ourselves again, what do you want? When you find out what do you want, you need to ask yourself, what is the meaning of my life? A lot of times we do something, we feel like we're off course, so we have that burning desire where, oh, my gosh, I want this so bad, I want it so bad. But you have to ask yourself, what is the meaning of my life? When you find out the true meaning of your life, your purpose, then the frustrations and doubts can leave. But we also have to remind ourselves that we're not bad people because we doubt ourselves. We're not bad people because we have fears. We all have fears, and if you don't have fears, it's kind of like you're not living a good life because in life we're supposed to be going from success to success. Everything is not going to go our way. But imagine those people who are just comfortable. They're just comfortable doing the wrong thing. They're just comfortable living a bad life. They're just comfortable being obese. They're just comfortable being poor. They're just comfortable being, you know, however they are, but it's not going from success to success. When you have fears and doubts in your life, it's because you want to get better. It's because you want to go from where you are to another place, but you're, you're contemplating. You're making decisions in your mind. You're visualizing it. But always ask the question, what is the purpose of my life? Why, ha why have I decided to be fear fearful? Write down your fears. A lot of times we realize it's something that's holding us back. Sometimes people aren't, the people who aren't rich in today's society is because they separate their belief in God from their belief that they deserve to be rich. They separate, okay, I don't deserve to, you know, have tremendous wealth, but I'm not married, I'm single. 
a lot of times we need to acknowledge those fears and doubts because when you achieve that great success and that great milestone, that one thing that has you fearful in your life, unless you take away that fear in one area, you drag it with you. A lot of people drag obesity from relationship to relationship, and no one really wants to look at a person who's just so self-conscious of their body. A lot of people drag their their um, things that they grew up with, their insecurities about life from relationship to relationship. Or a lot of people drag a lot of things about business from business to business. I don't know how to do this, and I'm just going to hire someone who knows how to do it. So you realize you're never successful in your business because things you keep hiring people to do, and they're not doing it to the best of their ability because you don't even know what it is they're supposed to be doing. So we have to look at our business life. We have to look at our personal life, and we have to acknowledge that everyone is fearful. Even if you meet someone or you admire someone and it seems like they all have it all together, they have it going on. They have the money. They have the wealth. Their body's looking good. They seem to be healthy. Their kids are strong. Everyone has doubts and fears, but the only way to get over your doubts and fears are to acknowledge it. When we say start your day with a vision, the vision is for yourself. And a lot of times people get frustrated because they have like-minded people in their group who just aren't realizing their vision. Never lose hold of your vision because that person who's close to you, they don't understand. They don't see your vision coming to fruition. They don't think you have a realistic, mapped-out plan. Keep your vision close to your heart and share your vision and make sure you keep like-minded people in your circle, but don't expect for someone to see that whole mapped-out plan and how it's going to come to be successful. Just know that they believe in you. Know that they admire you. Know that they want to see the best in you, but don't expect to keep reiterating your plan to someone because as soon as someone doesn't believe in your plan, it kind of makes you doubtful. It kind of makes you fearful because a lot of times we want people to see everything that we see, understand everything that we understand, and it makes us question, well, am I really doing the right thing because they don't see it this way? Or am I really doing, you know, am I going the right direction? Fear and doubt is 100% normal. Some of the most successful people in this world were fearful. And if you're a spiritual person, you know that the Bible is full of stories of fear and doubt, but it was only temporary. Temporary fear is not defeat. It's temporary. Acknowledge what is holding you back and go ahead and get to the next level. Decide on what it is that you're going to do with your life. To live is to learn. There's no greater teacher in life than life. So if you're living today, you're going to learn. If you see no other option, there is an option because you don't see how you're going to get past it, but you're still breathing. So you know there's some kind of option. But what we have to realize is there's an option bigger than us. So a lot of times when we face fear and we feel defeated, there's an option out there. It's just bigger than us. We have to keep searching. If you feel like there's no other option, at least you've weighed out all the options in your head that you were thinking, and you feel like, okay, what's the next step? Where's the next level I can go? What's the next thing I need to do? The difference, you know, between fear and doubt is the only thing else is to succeed. Is there anyone else on this call who's on this live call who wants to talk about fear, doubt, frustrations in, in regards to reaching success? Um, yeah, good morning. Hi, this is uh, Randolph Map. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the call or listening to the call. Um, 
frustration and doubt. You are not alone. Oh, boy. Um, you know, to make it really pretty much said uh, a mouthful when she was talking about, you know, um, how every great individual, you know, or not even great, everyone will experience doubt and fear on, on, on some level. It's more on how you respond to it. Um, prime example, I know I was at work on, uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, and we're still in the holiday season, and so, you know, people are coming in with friends, family, loved ones, things of that nature, and we are slammed. I mean, we are completely packed house, people waiting at the door to come in and eat with their family and friends, you know, and enjoy the, enjoy the holiday spirit. And so um, I'm in the heat of work, and I'm, I'm, I'm hustling and bustling and doing this and doing that. And I had a table um, that it was this guy's birthday, cool, cool couple. And he was like, <clears throat> excuse me, once his companion came in, he said, oh, well, you know what, you know, we got plans. Uh, we got to make this order to go. You know, we're going to take care of you. It's no problem. Sorry about that, but we just really need a box that we got to go. So I go to the uh, one of my managers on the shift, and, you know, I explain to them, you know, hey, table 283, you know, uh, they, they've got to go. They've got some other plans. It's his birthday, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the manager looks at me and says, well, why don't you go over there and box it up then, put on some gloves and, and, and do it then. And frustration was not even the word because we have a policy on our job, you know, Customers, guests, uh, guests come first, you know, customer satisfaction and all those things. Take care of the guests, this and the third, you know. And so I'm like, yo, uh, this is part of your job to, you know, ex expedite the food, package the food. If something changes, whether the order was right or wrong, you know, I communicated to you. You communicated to the guys in the kitchen, and you guys worked together to get it done. But that didn't happen. So I got totally frustrated. I was pissed off, to be honest with you. You know, I mean, I was, I was close to really becoming irate. But I had to take a moment. I had to take a moment and pause. You know what I'm saying? I had to pause. I had to ask for quiet from God. And I, I was still mad as heck. But I had to start breathing. I had to pray. And I realized, Randolph, it, it's just your turn. It's just your turn. Everyone has a turn in life, ups and downs, highs and lows. It was just my turn to experience that. Now, I could have, you know, went off the handle and everything, but that phrase that a, a great mentor of mine has told me, because when, when things happen, I'm like, oh, why me? Why me? You know, why is this happening? And he's just like, Randolph, it's, it's just your turn. It's an opportunity for you to grow. It's an opportunity for you to let go and let God, you know, it's an opportunity just for, to let things be what they, where they are. And it's not going to be that way for a long time, most of the time. Most of the time it's very short-lived. It's just on how long I want to hold on to that frustration or how long I want to hold on to that doubt. That's just one um, instance in when I was, you know, uh, uh, very frustrated. But I had to use some, some coping skills. I had to really, you know, step outside of my, myself and look at things from another perspective. You know, changing your perspective on things is very, is very helpful a lot of times when you're dealing with certain situations as far as frustration and doubt. Um, when it comes to doubt, uh, in a lot of instances, I am that doubting Tom uh, a lot of times. But at the same time, I can be so optimistic. I'm like, oh, my God, we can, we can walk on water all the time. 
But doubt does creep in. Uh, not so often, but at, at times it does. But what helps me to eliminate doubt a lot of times is is when I can take an, an, an assess, uh, I can look at my life, you know, take a few steps back before I go forward, you know, and not live in the past, but just look at the progress that I've made, or look at maybe a situation similar to this, or or I remember having a conversation with someone who was in a situation like this or worse than mine. And once I, you know, think about that, internalize it, digest it, you know, it, you know, I know how to either, I know how to, you know, go about handling my situation. And, and a lot of times it makes my situation not as bad. So, you know, uh, it, it's very important that your perspective on, on certain situations pertaining to fear and doubt, you know, that you, you take time, first of all, to, to, to calm yourself, to, to calm yourself. Like, that's key to me. It's just a suggestion to, you know, the listeners out there whenever you come across this fear or frustration. So, you know, get your emotions, you know, because fear and doubt are emotions. So, you know, most of the time, you know, the worst decisions are emotional decisions most of the time. So I need to calm myself down, bring myself, bring yourself back down to reality, have a reality check. You know, you never know what the other person might be going through. They just might be having a bad day in the office or maybe they got a bad phone call a few minutes ago or whatever the circumstance might be. But I'm not in control of what they've got going on. I only have power over how I'm going to react to the situation. So it's very important, like I said, that we keep in mind our perspective on when things are, you know, getting heated at, at, at certain situations and moments in time. Um, but, yeah, another thing I was thinking about when you were talking about fear and, and, and doubt and frustration is, uh, is a point, uh, it's a story in the Bible, you know. Um, yeah, great book, check it out. I'm not trying to, you know, tell anybody to do it, but great story. This guy named Jesus walks into the temple and gets completely pissed off, I mean infuriated, when he sees what's going on in the temple. I mean, this guy, if you're a believer like myself, I mean, he is the, the, the founder of the faith, you know, without spot, you know, perfectly blameless, a great upright guy. But he got pissed. So that lets me know that, you know what, Randolph, no one, no one has ever made it. I think Tamika says it some, sometimes, no one will never arrive, no matter who you are, Oprah, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Jack Hanfield, Mark Victor Hansen, no one has arrived. We, we will experience these feelings, these emotions, as long as the blood is running warm in our veins. However, our perspective and the way we respond to it is our responsibility. Um, that's all I wanted to add to it, Tamika. I'll turn it back over to you. Um, one thing I wanted to say was, you know, there's a blessing behind having a complicated life. Um, I don't know the exact Bible scripture, but I know it's somewhere in the Bible and it tells us that we can learn from the ant. And it's important when you think about that concept, ants are always, they're searching, they're seeking. They're seeking food and they're storing it in the storehouse. And when we think about the Bible, when we think about this world, so many books, so many people have wrote so many books based on the wisdom that they've learned living their particular life stories that they can tell about other people's experiences. But what you have to realize is there's a blessing behind having a complicated life because your story is yet to be written. And what you don't want is to be a one-trick pony where everything you do is so predictable, everyone can predict your life from beginning to end, 
what we have to learn is we are on the search for our life purpose. We are on the search for knowledge. We should continuously be growing. The way you were as a child should be completely different you know, as, you're, as a 35-year-old, as a 45-year-old, as a 55-year-old and up, there should be continuous growth. So when you have frustrations in your life, when you have doubts in your life, it's 100% normal because you're growing. You should be growing. Think of your life as a – think of your mind as a toolbox. And, you know, sometimes the mentality, it needs to be sharpened. Our logic and our, you know, our means, our mentality, the way we think right now, whether it's spiritual, unspiritual, whether you're an atheist, you're a very religious person, sometimes our knife gets dull and it needs to be sharpened. If you run into that brick wall, you need to turn around and you need to create a new path. Or you might need to find out that you need to break down the wall. All of us get frustrated from time to time. Some things we don't want to, sometimes we don't want to continue our habits. But our habits lead us towards to success. This call, for example, this has been going on Monday through Friday ever since September 8, 2016. Sometimes I'm sure there are, you know, the people who started this call, Shana, Randolph, myself, sometimes there have been mornings where things are going on. Life happens. But it's been a continuous thing where at least one or two of us, despite what's been going on in our lives, we have been on the call to lead the call to make it successful. It's very important that you don't want instant success. I know there's a term where we live in a microwave society where we want what we want now. We want to press the 30-second button and we want it to be hot. We want what we want now. So we don't want any fears. We don't want any frustrations. We don't want to run into the brick wall. We want everything easy. But there's a process to life. You have to find out what is the meaning out of what I'm going through. What is the meaning of why I'm fearful? What is the meaning? Sometimes it's just like we have this GPS system where we're trying to get from one destination to another destination. We have that inside of us. So when you have that fear, that should be right there. Don't stop because if you stop, you're going to fail. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Or what are you afraid of? What is this that you need to get out of your life right now? Do you need to sharpen your mental toolbox? Sharpen that blade so you can learn something new. Maybe your learning is limited. Make your learning unlimited. When we make our lives unlimited, when we think there's, you know, there's no limit to the money I can get, there's no limit to the knowledge I can get, there's no limit of how, how healthy I can get, there's no limit of how happy I can get in my life. When you think like that, you take a lot of the frustrations, doubts, and things like that out of your life. You know, you can reverse it. We have this call and we talk about the law of attraction, start your day with a vision, and how your thoughts become things. But if you go to a library and you realize, wow, there's a ton of books in here, it's still up to you of what you as an individual, what your individual mind wants to believe. You can have the Bible in front of you and have read the Bible ten times. If you don't believe it, it doesn't matter that you've read it. If you don't act on it, it doesn't matter that you know it. The things that we talk about is about not only listening to it, doing it, knowing it, acting on it, but believing it is the number one thing. If you can't visualize that it applies to your individual life, then what someone says, what you read, what someone tells you, what someone can show you that has been detrimental to their life, it won't even matter to you because you don't believe it. You don't believe it applies to you. You don't believe that if you do this, this will happen. You don't believe if you start a habit, that will happen. Belief in that visualization 
it brought you to the point that you are now. And if you had no plan, then basically you just let life make create life and people and circumstance create plans for you. It's up to you to take control over your life to see if you want to follow the plan of someone else or if you want to be on the search for knowledge. Like I made that comparison to the end. If I, I'm going to look up that Bible scripture today because I remember reading them. I was like, wow. You know, even the Bible made a reference to look at the flowers and the birds. If you look at nature, nature always not just happens, but the birds are on a hunt for food. Nature is on a hunt for whatever it is they're on a hunt for. It's going to happen regardless, but we should not as human beings let life just happen. Control your thoughts. Understand when you get frustrated, when you have doubts, that you're not alone. Sometimes, you know, recently I've heard the book, The Power of Positive Thinking, and he says, you know, when he used to think negative, he used to have to stop and say, God is with me. God is with me. God is with me. And when he believed that God was right there surrounding him, whether he was in his car, in the, in the bad circumstance and whatever, that, wow, God is surrounding me. God is right here with me. So if this doesn't go my way that I want it to go, it's cool because it's not supposed to go my way. God is 100% in control. So, um, Randolph, did you want to say anything else or anyone else on this call that want to talk about frustrations and doubts and not being alone? Um, just one thing I wanted to add. Um, every, like like Tamika said, everyone who listens to this call, the purpose of this call, you know, is for people who are like-minded. If you you don't really too much, if your spirit doesn't agree with these principles, then it is what it is, and that's cool. Um, but every most of the people who I, I like to think in my mind that people who listen to this call are people who are on this type of mindset are trailblazers, not trendsetters. You know, trailblazers expect frustration. You expect uh, doubt. You ex- expect things to happen, you know, but it's, it's a part of the process. It's a part of greatness. You know, um, God is just developing something to bring out of you that's already in you just so that you can continue to, you know, grow your faith, grow your spiritual relationship with God. Um, that's all I wanted to add to make a great call. Okay. One last thing before I wrap it up, frustrations and doubts. You're not alone. Understand that life is a process, and you have to be willing to go through the process. If you're not willing to go through the process, just take a look around on social media. Take a look around at people who are not willing to go through the process. When you're not willing to go through the process, it's kind of like you just, you're dead. You're just a walking dead. So many people are looking for instant riches, quick riches, quick fame. You know, there's network marketing where you can get in at the bottom, you know, get in right here, and now is the time for you to get rich quick. There is a process to life. And if you stay on that course, stay with that process, stay enhancing your knowledge, stay enhancing your health, Stay enhancing all areas of your life like God says he wants abundance in all areas of our life that we can be successful. But if you want that quick instant, you're not thinking about the whole process, you're limiting yourself. You're becoming dull because you're only looking for what's quick. Days go on, years go by, you're still searching for that quickness. Empires aren't built in a day. Corporations aren't built in a day. Skyscrapers aren't built in one day. These things take time and a multitude of like-minded people. So if you start a process, look forward to having frustrations. Look forward to having doubts. 
because we're not alone in this world. All of us are intertwined. So I just want to end this call and make sure you say your affirmations. If you haven't, make sure you meditate, start your day with the vision, and have a nice day. And I want to thank you for listening to this call.